Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. I'm Rob McConnell and welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Today on the X-Zone, the world of psychic fairs. Throughout Canada, psychic fairs spring up in towns and villages of all sizes. Now, what is the best way of choosing a psychic at a psychic fair? According to Stan and Ray, organizers of First Star Famous Psychic Fairs, visitors to a psychic fair should walk around the fair a number of times until they're drawn to a particular psychic. And you can visit their website at www.e-psychic.com. Never be pressured into getting a reading from a psychic that you just don't feel comfortable with. If you're not satisfied with your reading, tell the psychic. And remember, people, psychic readings at a psychic fair are for entertainment purposes only. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Our toll-free number is one 528 8255 My email address is exxon at talkstarradio.com. Chat with me online at MSN Messenger at talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our two websites, exxonradio.com and exxonetv.com. My guest this hour is Patrick Cook. Patrick joins me once a week to take a look at the weird, the bizarre, the strange news in the news. And uh, he joins us to do the Cook Report. Hey, Patrick, how are you feeling, my friend? I'm doing fine, Rob, and how are you? Pretty good, thanks. I'm, I'm glad you're feeling better than you were Monday night. I certainly am, too. You had uh, a... I apparently was a victim of that contaminated cheese that came in from Mexico. Oh, gosh. 
yeah, our wonderful NAFTA trade uh, trade policy is working out well. Hey, speaking about NAFTA, speaking about <laughs> NAFTA trade, uh, Dr. Danine Peterson, who is a, a guest here on the show, she has written a fantastic article that's in this month's edition of the X Chronicles newspaper that we start distribution of the paper later on this morning. And uh, so far, with the, I've been told that it's going to be sent out to over 376,000 people. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. So, Patrick, I know you've got a, you've got a story in there. We've got uh, something from Dr. J- uh, Jason Randall, Dr. Jason Rand, Cal Korf, um, Dr. Deneen Peterson's article. We've got something in there on the Sputnik. Um, and it's it's just jam packed with wonderful uh, stories. And if you'd like to get a copy, and if you're not on our X Chronicles mailing list, just send me your name and your email address, and we'll add you to the list. And you'll get your com- your copy compliments of the X One Radio Show and our fine sponsors. It's that yeah, simple. Yeah, that is an excellent source for the news in this field. I really want to compliment you on that, Rob. You do an excellent job on that. Thank you very much, my as friend. As well as the news stories that you put out regularly. Uh, uh, I, I glean a lot of things from that myself. Hey, this is what it's about, sharing the information. Absolutely. Getting it out there and sharing it. Because information is power, and if we are informed, and I mean we the people are informed, then we the people can take back the power that was stolen from us. Well, that's so true. We found uh, many of the dictators in the world have learned the very valuable lesson it's not what you tell the people that is necessarily important. It's what you don't tell them. That's true. That is so true. Patrick, stand by, my good friend. You and I have to take our first commercial break. Patrick Cook is our special guest, and we're going to come back and do the Cook Report. Once again, Exonation, if you'd like to get your complimentary copy of the X Chronicles Electronic Edition, just send me an email to exone at talkstarradio.com and say, Hey, Rob, could you please put me on the X Chronicle distribution list? You'll go on there, and when the next edition comes out, you'll be getting that automatically as well. one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. This coming Monday, it will be the best of, because it is Thanksgiving up here in Canada, and I'm going to Smith Falls to spend uh, Thanksgiving with my sister-in-law and her fine family. So, to you, and you, and you, and you, and everyone who's listening to us who celebrates Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, and to our American friends, happy Columbus Day. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with Patrick Cook, as the Cook Report starts right here on Talkstar. Welcome back, everyone. Last year, I had a friend of mine on. His name is Dewey Robertson. He's uh, better known throughout the wrestling world as the Missing Link. And uh, Dewey passed away on Thursday, October the 16th. And I've, I've got a tribute 
to Dewey in the uh, the October issue of the X Chronicles. Dewey, uh, who was a very good friend of Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, uh, went uh, went heavily into drugs, alcohol, and steroids. And Ted DiBiase was the man who put him back on the straight and narrow. And uh, in his later years of life, Dewey was doing everything he could to to help children, help adults who were addicted uh, either to alcohol, to tobacco, to to steroids, hardcore drugs, to get off them, using his own life experience and saying, look, this is what happens. I know. I've been there. And uh, what we've decided to do, there's the Dewey Robertson Foundation. So starting next Monday, anyone who buys a subscription to the X, Chron- the X Zone archives, 50% of the $20 annual subscription will be going to the Dewey Robertson Foundation. That's our way of trying to help these these people get the message out there and to help children, young adults, and grown-ups turn their lives around. one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Uh, Patrick Cook is our special guest, and we are doing da-da-da-da, the Cook Report. <laughs> what, let's see, um, one of the stories that that I wanted to ask you about, and I don't know if, if it's one anything you were going to ask about, is whatever happened to the the UFO, uh, the Haitian UFO? Nothing. What do you mean nothing? Nothing. <laughs> still, uh, still nothing. You know, uh, there, uh, some people think it's been debunked. Some people think it's still the greatest thing since sliced bread. Okay, how about the how about the? Just to the next question, what happened to the O'Hare UFO? Yeah, that was my next question. You must be psychic. <laughs> I must be. I've got a, a a more detailed uh answer about that one. Okay, what happened what about the O'Hare UFO? Absolutely nothing. Ah boy, that's what I call detail. <laughs> it is uh you know, these these flashes in the pan keep happening. Okay, here's my next no no follow through on it. Alright, here's my next question. What about the Prophet Yahweh? Well, uh, he's still on a roll, of course. He's got this blog. The only way you can find out what he's doing is to go to his blog. And uh, he's been uh, on a roll on that one. Uh, he apparently, he's going to buy 5,000 acres in the middle of the desert yes. uh, outside of Trump in Nevada. And uh, uh, he went out, <laughs> I believe it was yesterday, he was his first big, fantastic, wonderful, this is finally it, Rob. Yeah. You know, we're going to finally get down to it. Uh-huh. He got a, He brought in a cameraman from uh, uh, Bangor, Maine or something, uh-huh. and uh, they were all set up and ready to go, and just as he was ready to turn on his camera, the voice in his head said, stop, there's something you've got to do first. And that is that he has to go on a 60-day fast. <laughs> so he's got ah, he's putting it off for another two months. <laughs> oh, what's the matter? Did the guy forget to put the helium in the balloon on the other side of the mountain? I don't oh, know. My it's God. getting to the point now, I guess, where he thinks that, uh, you know, the... I don't know which one is it. It's going to be the 45th excuse or the 60th or something before everybody breaks down. You know, I'm... to laugh at that. It's I, ridiculous. I, I'm going to try and get a hold of Art Bell to see how he likes having uh, Looney been uh, moving next door to him. Right, right. Well, I was kind of hoping uh, that we'd see something out of uh, Abdullah Hashem. I thought that he was going to put that documentary out on him, but I haven't heard anything from that either. Well, I, I have... What else is... What else... In the, let's say the last 
year that's come up that nothing has happened about. Oh, okay. Probably, uh, if we thought about it, we could probably come up with a bunch of stuff. Oh, sure. Uh, let's yeah. see. Uh, what's happening with the Morgellons? Well, absolutely nothing from the standpoint of the CDC. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, more and more local. You know, what's really sad about this? Now, actually, this is not, this is not true. I believe CNN and Fox have done things on it. But uh, it's woefully what the CDC is doing about it, especially on their website, is deplorably inadequate. They've been talking about these studies and uh, that they're going to do, you know, it's a typical bureaucratic thing. Let's have a study to decide what we're going to do about the study. Uh, it's totally ridiculous, and they're not going forward on this. And well, I you know think, what? Uh, you know what, Patrick? Uh, there, there's, there's three sides to every story, his side, her side, and the truth. And, and what, what I'm finding funny here is that you know my friend Mike Panera right. from Iron Butterfly. Yes. We... I thought it would be super to put a concert together that we would broadcast and take pledges on to raise money for the Morgellons research. Right. We were, you know, we suggested that it be done at uh, what is it, Oklahoma State University, where Dr. Randy Wymore is. Right. Panera said he loved the idea. We were going to get people, uh, some, a uh, couple of the guys from Heart, and we had groups that were willing to come in. I presented to the people out the Margellans. That was the last I heard from them. Oh, that's unusual. Then we, we were also supposed to do a weekend radiothon. Haven't heard from them. Now this is the is this like uh, you see? I'm not. Uh, I have studied the disease. Uh, it's actually very disturbing to me. I mm-hmm. don't really like uh, researching it. To tell you the truth, it's so so bizarre. And obviously, so painful. You see, we thought that we've got ten thousand families in the United States alone that have this problem, yeah. and it's families thing. That's the important thing. It's not just you know if it affects one member of the family, it affects the rest. So it's obviously contagious to a certain degree. But no, there's nothing happening on it. It just comes and goes. I check uh, regularly. I check the news regularly to see what's happening on on the the top topics that we talk about. I've got a long list of things that I look at, and unfortunately, there's nothing going on it. Just like the the uh, North American Union, you can't find anything on uh, about that. Oh, we're finding quite a bit of it up here. Oh, quite a bit. There. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, out of U.S. papers. Out of U.S. papers. Well, I'm just not finding it. Yeah. In fact, like I was saying, Danine Peterson, uh, who is one of the leading voices of the North American Union in the U.S., is coming on next Friday, and we also have uh, Connie Fogel from the Canadian Action Party coming on to talk about right. the uh, the uh, the North American Union. The front page of the X Chronicles for this month, is, it says it all. What I've done is I've got a beautiful mountain scene from the Canadian Rockies, and in the middle of it I have the superhighway going through it, just on top of a lake, because the people down south who are part of this call Canadian water blue gold. Wow. So we've got an entire thing coming on that, and uh, I'm telling you, this paper is going to rock the world. It's important to get as much information as we can out about yeah. this. This has more ramifications from every aspect that you can imagine. See that we might as well look at the news that's coming out of the United States as the future news in Canada and vice versa, because that's exactly the way it's going to end up. They're going to, um, and and I'm, 
what's this is a major change in in realities, and we know that they're pushing toward it. Yet, at least down here in the United States, it's uh, it, it, uh, people are clueless about what's going on. So it's very important that you get the information out about that. Yeah, people say, well, why aren't you charging for the newspaper? Well, it's very simple. We want as many people to get it as possible. That's, That's you know, important. you know, and the advertisers who are in there are paying for the distribution. And that has a three hundred and seventy thousand. Yeah. Distribution. That's incredible, Rob. That's, it's it's grown. Well, I, I the first uh, the first distribution run we did, going back to nineteen ninety three, was twenty thousand papers. And it was, I think, 24 pages. Wow. <laughs> and it was done the old cut-and-paste way. Right. It's nice to see. That's yeah. really nice to see. And and why we don't put print it anymore, number one, we want to save trees. A good idea. Number two, we can use full color. And it doesn't cost the advertisers anything. And we can... Take the costs of the from the advertising and actually work it into the distribution costs, so it doesn't cost the reader anything. And it's a very usable format too. There's no question about yeah. it. You know, it's uh, I, I I love the way it looks and I love the way it feels. Mind you, I guess I'm biased on it. <laughs> no, it is it, it is high quality. There's no question about that. All right. Um, so anyway, Exxon Nation, if you're not on the list, just send me an email, exxon at talkstarradio.com. I want a paper, and we'll get it to you uh, sometime over the weekend. Now, what, what is this that I read about six nuns being booted out? Well, this is fascinating um, a fascinating story. A lot of people don't realize that uh, the uh, Mary... Uh, the, we're going to do uh, an article here uh, very shortly on the Marian anomalies, which is the appearance of the Virgin Mary. Yes. And apparently, uh, there is a sect up in Canada. Um, blame Canada. Blame yeah, Canada. I believe it's called the Virgin, the Diocese of Little Rock. I don't see. The guy is uh, Jay Gaston Hebert. Um, basically, what uh, what they believe, this man believes that he's possessed of um, the spirit of the Virgin Mary. And they have been excommunicated. Uh, for that, which uh, I find highly unusual. Of course, it's the it's the fact that this priest thinks that he's possessed by her spirit. But a lot of people are not aware that the Marian anomalies affect millions and millions of Catholics all over the world. I think the biggest uh, proof of that was the Lady of Fatima. Yes, yes, that well, huh? that uh, also appears in many UFO sightings. Yes, it does as well because it it has all the aspects. Of a uh, of a UFO encounter mm-hmm. on a massive scale, there were tens of thousands of people that witnessed that event in Fatima. And uh, but the the Marian anomalies uh, are very interesting. It's uh, they're not considered as paranormal, which is very interesting. They very seldom ever show up in any paranormal uh, on any paranormal sites. Hey Patrick, I hate to do this, partner, but it's uh, break time with the news. Patrick Cook is our special guest, www.bibleufo.com. And Patrick and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't forget, if you'd like to get your copy of the X Chronicles newspaper e-edition, send me an email, xzone at talkstarradio.com. My name's Rob McConnell, and we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. 
everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. My good buddy Patrick Cook is with me. He is with the Cook Report, and he is also the gentleman behind BibleUFO.com. Now, uh, it seems that another Roswell witness has come forward. Oh, yeah, that's fascinating. They're coming out of the woodwork, aren't they? Hmm. <laughs> this is a, a man who now lives in California. His name is Milton Sprouse. He's 85 years old, and... Um, he said he knows what happened in Roswell, not because he favors one theory or over another, but because he was there. Uh, and that's uh, just another one to add to the collection. There have been a, a number of them that have come out. He was um, uh, not directly. He didn't actually see the, uh, the uh, actual crash site. Uh, but he uh, claims that uh, from everything that he knows, it actually did happen. So uh, well, let's wait till he gets on Larry King and yeah, see yeah. what happens. You know, uh, did you hear the latest out of Scotland? No, I haven't. The Loch Ness Monster has not been seen anymore, and the uh, tourism is down significantly because of Nessie's disappearance and one of the uh, researchers said well maybe Nessie died well I've often I've often wondered about that mm -hmm. uh, what's your opinion on that Rob on the Loch Ness monster well let's see like any other uh, you know a lake monster it could be uh, it could be a giant sturgeon could be a police or could be imaginations going wild. Uh, once again, we don't have any specific proof. We've got photographs that are very, uh, very fuzzy. Shows no detail. And you know, it's not. I don't and like people say, Rob. You're such a skeptic. I'm not a skeptic. I, I'm just a person who would like to see proof. Does that mean I'm a skeptic? Well, was a was a pleosaur a uh, uh, a 
a warm-blooded animal? I mean, did it, did, did it have gills? Uh, no. How could it possibly no. stay on the water that long? No, it, it, well... That's one thing that I've often wondered. Well, you see, when it comes to Loch Ness, there's a theory that uh, there are caves beneath the water that ah. they could easily live in. Plus, there's also uh, sightings of the Lake Erie monster, Bessie. Yes, as a matter of fact, that's a, that's a fascinating subject. And there's, uh, who's it, Ogopogo? That's right, in Lake Okanagan. Right. And then you've got Memphrey in Lake Memphrey Magog. You've got Champ in Lake Champlain. Right. Oh yeah, there's. That's one uh, one thing that that kind of makes that you see to, for something to pass from myth to legend, it has to have some basis in reality. And yeah. one of the judgments that you make from that standpoint is that it appears in a number of places that don't seem to be connected culturally in any way. Well, they are conne- they are connected geographically. If you were to take a line from Loch Ness and bring it across into uh, North America, it would pass through Lake Memphremagog. It would also pass through um, Lake Erie, and it would also pass through Lake Okanagan. That sounds like a ley line. Yep. That's fascinating. You know, I never knew that. Wow. So it's just a, and it's a perfect line all the way through them, huh? Now, there's a gentleman who you know, uh, Dirk Vanderplug from uh, UFO Digest. Right. He is one of the, uh, one of the most um, authoritative monster trackers on Bessie. In uh, Lake Erie, in fact, Dirk's uh, summer cottage is right on Lake Erie, and he uh, he just scours the the shores of Lake Erie and uh, looking for for Bessie. Has he ever seen her? Uh, you know what? I really don't know, but I do know from his home. Uh, oh, I've had Dirk on many times. In fact, uh, when you're at his cottage and you look up in the sky, it's a view of stars. That I that I that I can, that I've never seen before. It is just a fantastic view. Well, living in the city, I I can really appreciate. See, I'm from the country. I was mm-hmm. raised in the country, and I can really appreciate what you're saying. There's you know we get there, there's little little tiny dots of light up there, but those ain't stars. <laughs> I mean, not the stars that I know. We're up in the north, uh, up in the uh, mountains here in California. You can get so high up in there that uh, it's just uh, a blanket of stars. Well, my theory is if anybody uh, gets the proof on Bessie, it's going to be Dirk. Good, good. Now, let me see. We also have a social networking site for the rich and famous. Uh, (laughs) That's amazing. Um, the, The rich and the famous, I guess, you know, I've always had the feeling that the like uh, uh, social networking sites. We need to tell the listeners that that's uh, those are sites like um, Second Life and the others that are around. There's a I forget how many there were. I, I think at the last count there were like seventeen hundred and fifty virtual worlds out there. Oh, is this one of the sites where you can actually go and uh, buy right. the body you want? Yes, and uh, it's for the. It's a, a Facebook for the rich and the famous, uh, Paris Hilton, Tiger Woods, all of these, uh, all of these people, and it actually has uh, 400. Let's see, it has it has uh, 150,000 registered users, um, and uh, it's the same thing. But this is this one is like a gated community, Rob. Mm-hmm. 
you cannot get into it except by invitation. You can't join it. You have to be sort of invited in. I've got. I've got to tell you. I've got to tell you something here. I have done the voice tracking for one of the virtual cities. Have you? Yeah. One of our. Uh, one of my friends is the designer of the program, and he called me up and he said, "Hey, Rob, how would you like to uh, do some voice tracking?" I said, "Sure." So he sent me the uh, scripts, and I'm going over them. And I called him up, and I said, "What?" I said, "What are you doing?" So he told me, and I said, "Oh, this is neat." So it took me a week to do the voice tracking for it. Interesting so people stuff. Are listening to you in a virtual world now. Huh? Yeah. Wow, yeah. you're broadcasting into a virtual world, Rob. You, 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 now you cover all the areas. You got television, radio, and now you've got virtual world. That's fantastic. And also, there's an interesting lawsuit going on uh, to that effect, where a man was kicked off of Second Life mm-hmm. uh, because he was. Uh, you, know, you know what happens in those things is that you buy their currency. Right, you you spend your money to buy virtual cash. Well, yeah, you buy virtual cash, but you can also convert that virtual cash back into hard currency. In other words, there's a market going on there. You see, you can go into Second City, or uh-huh. Second Life, the Second Life, you can buy real estate, you can sell that real estate to somebody at a profit, and then you can go cash that money in, and you will actually get hard currency back into your bank account or your credit card or however however it works. Um, and what happened was this man was kicked off for cheating at real estate sales. He was at, he was pulling some kind of scam in the real estate sales, and he's suing Second Life for $8,000. <laughs> so wait a minute. Wait a sec. You had somebody in a virtual reality right. committing a scam. Right. Oh, boy. And... And he got kicked off, and they seized all of his emotions or whatever it is they got, and now he's suing to get them back. Uh, I mean, this is this is bizarre. There was a man, believe it or not, Rob, in Japan, I believe it was, where he uh, gave his wife their apartment, their real world apartment, mm-hmm. as part of the divorce settlement, and he kept the house in the virtual world. <laughs> That's a fact, and he was happy as a clam. In fact, he, that was his desire that he keep it, and she fought him over it. <laughs> so, so it's getting it's getting absolutely impossible. And now the rich and the famous are in there. Well, this was... is absolute proof. Now, when the rich and the famous get their own little private gated community, uh-huh. you can't get in unless you're invited. Uh, you know that that the, the truth is these these. these Places are definitely populated by people with way too much time on their hands. Well, and that's what's happening. And unfortunately, there's millions and millions of people. I heard a story where they believe that at any given time, 24 hours a day, there's at least 20 million people in a virtual world, actually living in a virtual world. And some people come home from work, turn on their computer, and live in that virtual world, go to sleep, wake up, go back to the virtual world until they have to go to work, go back to work, and then spend the whole weekend in that virtual world. That's all they do. So this is a grown-up version of the Xbox. Uh, well, actually, the Xbox 
is, you know, I mean, if you're doing a role-playing game or something like that, I can see that that thing. But these, Rob, these people are actually living in it. And they are, you can imagine what happens to their social reality about the politics and economics and family and it's scary. friends and social, uh, you know, being the, the social world. Yeah, it's very uh, scary. It's just gone. They are totally focused and very tightly focused on a world that does not exist except in a server on a computer. I was watching one of these uh, judge shows yesterday while I was uh, having something to eat fast here at their studios. And one of the, I think it was Judge Alex. And uh, this woman, this guy and this gal got together. He's uh, paying this bill, that bill, and the other. And one of the bills he's paying is the Internet. Now, every, every night after work, his girlfriend comes home, goes into their bedroom, turns on the computer, and gets into this virtual world. Well, he walked in on her one day having sex virtually with another man on the computer. And he said, that's it, it's over. And they split up. Doesn't that defy reality, Rob? Like, Truth is... Uh, 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 fiction is, 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 is I mean, uh, 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 <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. This, this is proof of what you say. Fact is fiction, and fiction is reality. Yeah, fact is fiction. Can you imagine that, though? Can you imagine? Well, that's the whole thing. You can't really get your mind around it, I guess, unless you're in it. I went into Second City, took on an avatar, and went into Second City, and found it the, 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 the most inane concept I, I could ever imagine in my life. Uh, it's all, ca- it's like a cartoon, you know, I mean, it's, you know, they, they try to make it look as real as possible, but it's still a cartoon world. Um, it, it's like, what, who framed Roger Rabbit? Right, right, right. <laughs> it's, it's something like that in real life, going on in real oh life. Oh my lord, what is the world coming to? Well, we're looking at it. Okay, and the U.S. airport set a record one million bags lost in two months. Now, isn't that great? As if uh, delayed flights, mile-long security lines, strip searches, and cramped seats weren't enough, they, the airlines have broken the record for losing one million bags in a 60-day period. One million people, which is now, you wonder, that, that, that means that uh, the misplaced bags for 1,000 seats, this is not... Uh, just some kind of strange phenomenon because of increase in travel. Yeah. Uh, since 2002, the numbers of misplaced bags per 1,000 passengers has doubled. So we're we're paying higher fares. We're we're being totally abused from the moment we get into the airport until we get on the plane, and then uh, they're losing our bags. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. We we are, uh, you know, that's what what's happening. They're cutting back. They're cutting back on on all these systems and things like that. Uh, the the bigger these these uh, these uh, things get, like the airline industry and things like that, the less service we get as consumers. And that's that's one of the things that's happening throughout all the industries. And an amazing thing happened to me today, Rob. I walked in to rent a new mailbox uh, because I have to have a mailbox for my publishing company. Right. And I wanted to change, and I was asked for two picture ID. Now, I'm not a member of anything. I don't have a passport. And uh, 
I'm, I'm not a member of any clubs or anything like that that give picture ID. But they refused to rent me that box because I couldn't have it. Well, you see, now, up, up here in Canada, here in Ontario, our driver's license is picture ID with a magnetic strip, and our health card is picture ID with a, with a magnetic strip. Oh, so you automatically have it. Yeah. See? But we don't have anything like that here. Uh, no, but you do have I George have Bush. I said, no, but you do have George Bush. Yeah. What <laughs> have we got George Bush? we got to take a commercial break here. Patrick, don't pull your hair out. We'll be back in about four minutes. When we come back, we'll take a look at this week, and we'll also tell you who's on with us Tuesday, because Monday is Thanksgiving Day, and we're taking it off. So once again, to everybody who is listening tonight in Canada, happy Thanksgiving. And to all our American friends, Happy Columbus Day. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, and we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we do our wrap-up for this week here, live and around the world, on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Here, turkey, 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 turkey. Here, turkey, 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 turkey. Where'd the turkey go? Hmm. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all our guests tonight. We had uh, Dr. Naomi Robertson, Wayne Morin, Lucky Meyer, Elizabeth Joyce, and, of course, my good friend Patrick Cook, who's going to be back with us Monday night, Tuesday night, for the Cook Report, along with Stanley Alpert, Richard Blackstone, and Douglas James Cottrell. Also next week, uh, we have Danine Peterson, Miss Bonnie, Michelle Morbiati, Tom Kennedy, Dr. Rand, Cal Korf, and John Horgan, and Al Rines. And that's just, just a few of the people that we have coming on the show with us next week. And, of course, the big show this month is October 31st, our Halloween special. Uh, Patrick, thanks, buddy, for uh, joining us tonight. Always great having you with us. I look forward to Tuesday night when you join us. Don't uh, eat the same thing you ate last Monday night. I promise. Hey, listen, what's new with NASA? Well, this is getting stranger and stranger. Um, NASA is uh, flying off to the asteroid belt uh, to do some uh, some research. The Senate uh, just voted an extra billion dollars to NASA budget, which is already 7% over last year's budget, uh, for a $2.25 billion increase in that budget. And then they've come up with this strange thing that they... Uh, want to do, they want to put mirrors out in space, 5,000 of them, to melt asteroids. Uh, our money is just going down the tubes at an amazing rate. But the one thing that I wanted to point out real quick is, you remember the farewell speech of Dwight Eisenhower to the nation where he warned us against the military-industrial complex here in the United States? No. Well, that's a very famous thing. This is one thing that I wanted to, to point out. This is January the 17th, 1961, out of his speech, his farewell address to the nation. This is the President Dwight Eisenhower. The prospect of 
domination of the nation's scholars by federal employment project allocations and the power of money is ever-present and is greatly to be regarded, yet in holding scientific research and discovery in respect as we should, we must also be alert to the equal and opposite danger that public, public policy could itself become the captive of a scientific, technological elite. Ooh. And that is exactly what we're seeing here. Our money is being, you know, being just, just funneled into this incredibly wasteful program. I just wanted to point that out. It's, it's, getting, it's getting worse and worse. They're getting more money than they could ever spend. And they're spending it in the most horrific way, in, in, in the most Patrick, benign ways. Patrick, we've just got a few minutes left. What do you do for Columbus Day? Well, I don't do a whole lot for Columbus Day. I don't really consider Columbus as a hero, mm -hmm. like most people do. He was actually the first slave trader in the United States. He brought the first Africans over to the Caribbean. I did not know that. Yes, he was also, he absolutely refused to baptize anybody because of the fact that you can't enslave a Christian. He was directly responsible, it is generally believed, for the deaths of over 8 million people. Hey, you know what? Let's talk about this uh, Tuesday night because I think this is another story that should be told. Patrick, Absolutely to you and yours, ha uh, happy Columbus Day. To the you, the Exo Nation, happy Thanksgiving. Batman Master Control, thanks for keeping us up on those three satellites in the sky. Galaxy 4R, Telstar 7, and Aglia 2. And around the world on TalkStarRadio.com, streaming audio. To my wife and beautiful producer, the one and only Laura Rogers, thank you, sweetheart. Keith Friedman at Consolidated Streaming, thanks, buddy. And uh, to you, the XO Nation, thank you for making this a very fast-growing show. 20 countries in Asia now because of the XO Nation. You guys are great. Have a super weekend, be careful, and always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light, and eat a lot of turkey. Bye-bye now.